and welcome to the Friendly City Insider, an inside look at the latest news from Moose Jaw City Hall. I'm Communications Manager for the City, Craig Hemingway, and this week we'll dig into the world of public works. The annual Saskatchewan Public Works Association Conference was held at Mosaic Place in Moose Jaw recently. We'll hear from both the Canadian Public Works Association president and the president of the SPWA about public works challenges and their thoughts on the city of Moose Jaw. Also, we'll tell you about a pair of City of Moose Jaw employees who won SPWA awards at the conference this week. Now, uh, before we get there, last episode we told you that on this episode we dive more into the 2018 budget, which was up for approval at the February 26th meeting of City Council. But as you may know, the budget was not approved. There was a 5.01% property tax increase on the table, in addition to a 15% hike in water rates and 6% increase to sewer rates. It was those water and sewer rates that proved to be the major sticking point and a motion was passed for administration to come up with other funding options to replace the approximate $1.68 million those rates would have generated. Now, those options may include a mix of smaller increases to the water and sewer rates, potential changes to the property tax rate, and administration is also looking at potential expenditure reductions. Those options are being worked on and will be presented for consideration to Council March 12th. Now, on to the Saskatchewan Public Works Association Conference. The 59th Annual Edition was held in Moose Jaw February 27th through March 1st at Mosaic Place. From towns and villages to our biggest cities, several municipalities in the province were represented at the three-day event, which featured seminars on everything from road marking best practices, asphalt equipment options, developing inspection and maintenance plans, and a whole bunch more. As part of the conference, there was an award ceremony, and among the winners, two City of Moose Jaw employees. Director of Engineering Josh Mickleborough was given the Professional Manager of the Year Award for Administrative Management, which recognizes outstanding achievement in the area of administration within public works. And Public Works Supervisor Stacy Debrescu, who was also on the board of the SPWA, was given the Harry S. Swearingen Award, which recognizes outstanding individual achievement in support of the association's strategic plan, goals, and objectives. So big congratulations to Josh and Stacy, and you can read more about those awards at moosejaw.ca. On the last day of the conference, I caught up with SPWA President Dale Petrin, who is a project supervisor for roadways and operation support with the City of Saskatoon. And we also, at the same time, spoke with CPWA President Andrew Stevenson, who is also past president of the SPWA. Andrew operates his own company, ATAP Infrastructure Management, also out of Saskatoon. We set up shop on the second floor concourse of Mosaic Place, and first we asked Andrew about the importance of the SPWA conference. Oh, for the association, it's our yeah. prime one. It's it's the one that brings in the most delegates, the most suppliers. So it's the uh, the portion where we're having uh, the most interaction between everybody. And we've always talked about it's education and advocacy is what we're doing. And the more people, the the more that happens. Yeah, and networking, of course, is a huge thing. And, and Dale, um, 
got people here from small towns and, of course, uh, the biggest cities. Is there a chance to learn from each other? Do, do, do ideas get shared here? Oh, definitely. Breaks and lunches and stuff where you can sit down at a table and, and of course, the conversation leads to public works, of course. And then it's, oh, well, how do you do this? And what did you do here? And one town has a solution. The other town can learn from it. Um, big city to little uh, village um, supplier to supplier even you know during uh, when the suppliers are here sit down at lunch and talk to a supplier maybe about a new product or some service issues you're having or you know things like that so it's uh, a lot of good ideas are exchanged you may have heard this from other communities as well and found it yourself trying to get the importance of public works across to to residents it, it is you know the, that infrastructure and water and roads it's you know the most important things you can have in, uh, going right in your community but mm-hmm. but often trying to make those things interesting or, or sexy can mm-hmm. be a real difficult challenge can it yeah exactly um, one of the things we talk about is that the public works is really a first responder they're the first in on anything that happens and they're the last one to to leave and and shut the light off and you're right no one notices unless the water isn't flowing or your garbage isn't picked up right so it's it's not a sexy thing and the people that do it are humble people and they just get the job done they're actually leaders in their community so they they deserve more uh, more respect and more uh, more uh, accolades so. uh, anything about the city of Moose Jaw stand out to you that uh, you maybe recognized or observed from afar that you have any uh, whether it's insight or just thoughts on you know, okay our Moose Jaw and of course we like many other communities infrastructure issues with you know cast iron water main replacement and those sorts of things <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I can specifically speak to that uh, my, my own company has been involved um, we're an offshoot of an engineering firm and they're doing a lot of the work on the cast iron main replacement um, one of our uh, board directors is actually from the city of Moose Jaw and we've you know, discussed with her a lot of different processes that they're doing. We've been involved with the reservoir cleaning that's happening and that's you know, on a more consistent basis. Lots more maintenance. Um, Moose Jaw is actually, like I say, kind of a leader in, uh, in starting some of that infrastructure and not just underground out of sight. So, so it's good to see. Uh, when you say a leader, what do you mean by that? Um, and so for them, you mentioned the cast iron water main replacement. That's specifically one of them where people will just patch it instead of replacing. But like I say, Moose Jaw's at the point where they're, they're putting in new, right? So, yep. And, and with that comes new pavement, new curb and gutter. So, yeah, people see what's on top, not necessarily what's under. But. That's right. Uh, and Dale, for you, um, you must hear a lot and, and, and discuss a lot about uh, funding challenges because infrastructure, of course, uh, you know, there's so much work that needs to be done in all these communities. It always, always seems to be communities are, are behind where they would like to be. Uh, and that's not something you have control over, but I mean, uh, it must come up for discussion a lot about you know the infrastructure funding and, and, and ways to go about trying to secure that. Uh, well, certainly, yeah. It's um, and I think things are getting tougher and tougher every year uh, as it, everything ages year by year. Uh, there's more and more that needs to be replaced. So um, I, I know budgets haven't been keeping up, and I know in Saskatoon, where I'm from, there's been a uh, concerted effort to try and you know improve the roads and you know of course with that comes tax increases but uh, I think they are starting to pay dividends uh, on kind of what they're doing uh, with as far as increasing or dedicating the tax a portion of the tax increase to um, bettering the roads. I was just going to speak to that as well um, being CPWA president we're 
in touch with, with, with what happens in Ottawa. And actually, I was there Monday. We met with Infrastructure Canada and a number of different departments. And in fact, they feel that within two weeks, all of the bilateral agreements for the provinces will be out. So this is the phase two funding. Um, part of what they announced in the budget the following day um, was some socio-economical things. So they're not just looking at replacing infrastructure. They want to see the benefit that it'll provide to the community as well. So it's not just a, a strict replacement of, of what's there. They want it to do better. So that's good to see. Yeah, well, it'll be uh, interesting to see how that comes out. And, of course, everybody hoping for the best. Uh, and, and, of course, then dealing with, uh, you know, uh, residents of all these communities too. Um, and sometimes it can be hard even when you are fixing roads. You're, you're making upgrades. Well, you're never doing every single road, of course, and so there still can be that perception, well, nothing's getting done. These ro- Our roads are horrible. You hear that from every city. Our, our roads are horrible. Everybody has that complaint. And again, it, it can be, in a way, a losing battle sometimes trying to, to convince people, we're getting things done, can't it? Uh, yeah, and it's, and it's funny you mention that because often, you know, in Saskatoon, it's, um, well... Um, Edmonton has this program or Regina has this program and it's much better than ours but then in, in reality people in Regina are going well we've got to look to Saskatoon because their program is much better than ours so it's just the perception in in the media or you know locally that oh our program is bad but um, there's a lot of good work going on but just um, for citizens it doesn't you know doesn't seem like there's a lot but you know it's the underground and then it's the top the, you know the driving surface so lots of layers to the work that's going on sure Andrew in terms of support what kind of support does uh, SPWA CPWA uh, provide to communities to the you know people have questions they've got concerns how do we attack a problem how do we try and find funding for it all those sorts of things is, is this group really a source for that sort of support oh most definitely um, I'll, I'll speak to it from an SPWA perspective first where um, we have events like this where people get together and they, they can discuss. We bring in regulators, educators, things like that, so they can, they can talk about specific um, things. Um, ourselves, we have uh, a social media component too, where we have Twitter, where we you know, put some of the, the issues and things out from it. Um, even our website, where we support um, hiring for communities, where you can put your ad on there, you can sell some of your own equipment to other communities. Tons of information and legislation on it as well. Um, in regards to CPWA, pretty vast. CPWA is part of American Public Works, and so a network of 30,000 members. There are things like it's called an Info Now community where you can write in. And as Dale mentioned the other day, uh, the transportation portion has how many members? Uh, about 4,600. 4,600 members. So you put your question out there, and you have a chance for anywhere in North America to answer your question. Um, CPWA has a bunch of public policy priorities, and I just mentioned that we were there, uh, you know, talking to some of the uh, different departments, and so we put our our priorities forward in, you know, emergency management, disaster management, uh, doing asset management, water, which is, you know, again, the lifeblood, talking about how it is on on First Nations, and so um, from a CPWA perspective, there's 3,000 people that now, you know, you could relate to, and on info now there's 3,000 members right so it's yeah you can really push things out and like I say we advocate on a national level and from the eight provincial chapters so now I've been I've been in this uh, job with the city for about six months now one of the things I've really enjoyed is seeing 
and, and meeting, of course, all the real talented engineers and, and public works people we have, including uh, Josh Mickleborough, who mm-hmm. won an award uh, here this week, and Stacey mm-hmm. DeBrescu, and, and, and being in an environment where you hear them discuss things like wastewater uh, and roads and the excitement level in their voices as they talk about something new or, or a success that was made that it's sometimes hard for people to get excited about these things. And those are the mm-hmm. people you want in those jobs, of course, that have the passion for them. What excites you both uh, as you look towards whether it's anything new coming down the line as far as whether it's practices or you know technology, those sorts of things, as you see where things are going down the road? I'll start with you, Dale. Um, well, I think it's just the effect that it has on the quality of people's lives. Um, you know, without you know, good streets, without clean water, without nice parks. Um, quality of life wouldn't be uh, at, at the level it is in, in all the communities in the province. So that's a, you know, good feeling. It, you know, um, makes you feel good when, you know, people are enjoying the park and, and you had a big part in maintaining it, designing it, you know, that, that, that type of thing. Sure. Andrew? Well, and for me, a lot of it's a light bulb moment. Uh, in my professional organization, we're, uh, or in my uh, uh, professional capacity, we do training, and you see when people are, are getting it, and you, like, like I say, I call it that light bulb moment when they actually, you know, they get it, and they are, they're asking good questions. Um, on the CPWA realm, um, we're starting to provide a number of both literature and PowerPoints and things like that so that actually the members or, like I say, the public works across Canada can actually solicit their own with their own communities or their own MP and things like that. And one of the huge things that uh, CPWA does is National Public Works Week. And I know Moose Jaw here has hosted an event the last two years, and I attended two years ago, and it was a great event with school kids, and that's part of the education for them too, right? So, no, great event. And there's an awards portion for that, so they get recognized with what they do, whether it's you know, school tours, water plant tour. Yeah. Let the kids climb on the equipment. So. And we're just yeah. thinking we're starting planning for that uh, in the next week or two. So yeah. looking forward to, to being uh, part of that for sure this year. And I guess finally, uh, any, I don't know if you call it advice or wisdom or anything else, just as, again, an outsider's perspective as, you know, when you think of maybe a Moose Jaw resident, you know, concerned about infrastructure in our community, those sorts of things, uh, anything you can you can pass along, again, as an outsider looking in. Well, I'm going to say I've had many years in public work, so uh, one thing I would say to, uh, to the citizens is get educated. Uh, lots of times, you know, it may be an inconvenience when you're replacing the cast iron line, but you want to know why it's happening, why your water's off for, you know, intermittent time. Get educated. The people in public works love to tell you what they do if you just take a moment and ask them. And they're, like I say, it's a, public works is a, is a vital job and a important job, and we promote that, you know, you know, maybe not everybody wants to be an engineer. Maybe they actually, you know, want to be an equipment operator or they want to be a, you know, a supervisor on a line crew. So definitely worthwhile. Our thanks again to SPWA President Dale Petrin and CPWA President Andrew Stevenson for joining us on the podcast. You can find more about their organizations at saskatchewan.cpwa.net. That about does it, but before we go, we did want to recognize a few local groups doing wonderful work this weekend. Friday night, the Moose Health Foundation Night in Nashville concert at the May Wilson Theatre, raising money for the Health Foundation and our Wigmore Hospital. Saturday night, the Business Women of Moose host their annual PRISM Awards, which I'm proud to be Master of Ceremonies. And in Regina, Saturday night at 9 through Sunday afternoon at 5, 
It is Kinsman Telemiracle 42, the legendary fundraising effort by the Kinsman Foundation. Here's to local Kinsmen and Connect members who do so much work and donate so much back to our community. On that note, thank you for listening to the Friendly City Insider this week. I'm Craig Hemingway, and ring those phones.